So, Nina, tell us about why did you choose to um, make an exhibition about bollards? Yeah, it seems uh, such an obvious, urgent topic for an artist, isn't it, to, to consider and to talk about. And, you know, art is my way of talking about things and my feelings. And uh, actually, first time when I've seen the bollards in the, exhibition, uh, in, uh, in the city, I really had a shock because um, as a child I sort of lived through a turbulent time of some war and um, Georgia, I come from Georgia and it was sort of splitting up from Russia and then there was civil war and it brought up memories of all arts that I've seen, you know, destruction in the city and so for me it was a symbol of war that I experienced personally so it was a very, very strong kind of reaction that I had to them and that's my personal reaction and that's sort of made me really think about what are they doing here in Melbourne you know so it was really strong. So I've heard um, so you told me before we went on that you have collaborated with some other artists um, on the bollards in the street in Melbourne. Yeah. Can you tell us more about that? Yeah so I started off uh, at the beginning my, due to my strong reaction and was quite soon after the Burke Street tragedy, I sort of uh, went out putting the um, paste-ups of uh, fraudages from graves. Uh, there were the last words that people put, the epitaphs, and th that was my way of honouring and kind of remembering and thinking about what happened. And then later collaborated with this amazing artist, Julie Shields, um, and we've been sort of hand-drawing, uh, putting... Um, quotes about freedom and uh, great thinkers and philosophers talking about uh, freedom and, um, you know, th quotes like um, to be free and to act are the same by um, uh, Hannah Arendt and um, so uh, Injustice Anyway, the Threat to Justice Everywhere by Martin Luther King and um, these are powerful um, thoughts and uh, this is um, how I sort of came to doing this Bollard City exhibition. It's uh, after that I thought it's quite important to bring the Bollards, the replicas of Bollards, into the gallery space uh, because they're such powerful symbols of um, what's happening now. And they're quite um, widespread around the world. And so the Bollards that I have in this, on, and so it's sculpture, about 40 sculptures across two spaces in this historic building in Living Museum of the West in Maribyrnong. Um, and they're also replica, replicas of bollards from around the world. You know, in London, there was the terrorist act and, you know, uh, all the places that put up bollards, I sort of repl replicated those shapes and they're amazing sculptural shapes and the, the, what, what they stand for is pretty sort of strong and interesting for me. Um, so that's the kind of weird le landscape that created when I put them all together in there. Yeah. So um, out of your gallery, um, out of your exhibition, what, which bollard stands out to you the most? Well, uh, you know, the, the, the most, as, a, as an artist, I think the most interesting one is the Melbourne bollard because, you know, I'm, I'm you know, playing with it and doing other sculptures as well. And it just looks, you know, sort of looks like this thing with eyes. And when I turn it around, it looks like Ned Kelly, you know, sort of mask and, and, and sort of, um, yeah, but um, actually, and, and it's so ugly and it's so crude and so rough and just standing there on the on Melbourne streets, it so doesn't belong there. And so 
um, yeah, it's. Um, I'm most interested, though, not just in shapes. I'm more, more interested what 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 they mean, and you know, do we need to have them there, and what what kind of what do them bring in, into our sort of streets and how we feel around them in, in public spaces. So, um, what message do you want people to take away from your exhibition? Well, I'm, I'm more like interested to kind of. Uh, for people to consider, to start thinking about, um, do, to, you know, and questioning, and and that's already obviously happening. But I uh, want to think about more deeply how it affects our behaviour in public spaces, and perhaps does it even stir up some racial intolerances or make you know make it worse? Um, I'm in, you know interested in these topics of uh, threat, fear, and control, and you know how we. Um, uh, do we uh, have to sort of uh, compromise our freedom to feel more safe? And do those measures actually work or do they make it worse, accentuating our anxieties in this sort of difficult time of Australia tra transitioning from a very safe place to a place of uncertainty, um, I guess. And this, this is a, a strong reaction that we had. And, you know, other countries have gone through that around the world and in America they've had bollards growing everywhere for 10 years since 9-11 and they quite recently you know came to us actually so I went to Italy this year and instead of bollards um sorry not this year last year um and when I went instead of bollards I noticed that there were armed like there were army people on the street right with um, holding like big machine guns, right. they were really friendly when you went up to them. But it's a bit of a sight, especially when you're, you know, like wow. in, in yeah. Melbourne, what we've got to defend ourselves are bollards. Whereas yeah. in Italy, you've got like actual people yeah. holding massive machine yeah. guns. Yeah, and no, I guess I guess in some countries, people you know train up their army and put you know this is oh, oh, we're talking about a massive amount of money being invested into these measures and you know like uh, our governments have put money into security cameras and I think there is a lot of talk about that what's what is the next step because these are temporary bollards what, what can we do next and you know this is where we sort of as citizen we can talk and contribute to that conversation as to and does it actually help and uh, I've read researches that in England there was this amazing amount of cameras they have and the research was that actually the crime hasn't been reduced in the last 10 years since the uh, changes they made. And uh, so, you know, ultimately maybe maybe money is, could be invested in education and communities and, you know, sort of just all the different options that we can choose from. Art even? More money invested in art? Well, that, you know, like, thing? yes, definitely. <laughs> Always. You know, <laughs> art is very important. You know, so uh, some people might not agree and they think better to put money in, uh, you know, roads and or army. But um, actually, you know, art can do amazing things and change our perceptions. And that's what I'm hoping to do. So by, by putting the bollards into the gallery space, they become, you know, art and sort of objects of art and that sort of completely changes them from this threatening um, and sort of kind of dream objects and uneasy things into uh, sort of art sculptures. And uh, hopefully that opens conversation, make it a bit easier to, for us to talk about these things. 
Do you think bollards are an, eff- are an effective way of ensuring public safety? Well, personally, I don't. Personally, I, I don't think that. So, but, you know, like everyone has their, obviously... Uh, Everyone's or, entitled to yes, their own entitled, opinion. Yes, that's right. But, you know, I, I don't want to... Through my exhibition, I, I more want to uh, ask questions and make people think about what kind of place we live in if we have so many bollards and, you know, and does it help our, you know, sort of multicultural society to live peacefully? And, and, and does it actually work? Because, you know, the, if somebody wants to do harm, there's so many other ways to go about it. That, you know, and, you know, like the, the guy was driving on the Green Line recent, recent, recently, and, you know, so obviously maybe, you know, and the bollards couldn't have helped. You know couldn't quite help, so that's really unfortunate. But um, actually what uh, all the incidents that we've had that were not actually the more related to drug and mental health problems in community than than in actual terrorist acts, you know, they were sort of copycat acts probably, but not the, you know, the, the, the main problem was the understanding, you know, mental health with... Um, uh, yeah, the, these you know rogue kind of acts you know they can happen anywhere and just yeah, yeah. in any time. So perhaps it's overreaction and yeah, but um, something to think about. Do we need more of them? Because I think there is going to be more of them. That's how <laughs> it's sort of the trajectory now. They appeared in front of Luna Park and I, I think at Duckland Street they're going to be appear and um, so they're just yeah growing. Yeah. Um, when you lived in Georgia, did the bollards there look different to the ones in Melbourne? Oh, those that was the just the time of civil war. And so at the moment they don't have bollards. So they, they were just put out like a war zone, you know, in a street battle situation. And they just put whatever they had and, you know, stones and barricades and some things, concrete sort of structures that look like bollards. And that's what I was referring to. But... I don't think Georgia actually at the stage where they're sort of concerned with bollards. Yeah. Um, um, oh, well, um, just to finish on, would you like to tell us about uh, the opening you're having on Saturday of the exhibition? Oh, yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm, uh, at three o'clock, uh, there, there will be... So it's open on Saturday. It's actually open only for five days, uh, the exhibition. So Saturday's uh, 17th of December, then Sunday, Tuesday, and then Saturday and Sunday again. And on, and on 17th at 3 o'clock, I'm, I'm really excited about Peter Mays. He's a uh, writer and researcher and uh, he's a presenter at ABC uh, Radio. He, he's going to open the exhibition. I'm really thrilled to hear what he has to say. Um, yeah, and the museum itself, the Living Museum of the West, is a really amazing place and where the history sort of connects uh, to this exhibition. It, 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 uh, the, the building itself is nearly as old as Melbourne, and, um, but next to it also it used to be a um, ammunition factory where they used to make all the ammunition for World War One, World War II. Um, and so museum holds the history, oral and um, written history about um, you know that industrial era where they produced things. But in that building itself they produced uh, Hume pipes you know that um, so uh, Park Makers Park around it is a fascinating place, a real hidden gem of Melbourne, which is really worth a visit. Yeah.